0: I'm really glad you're here. And it's no accident that um, we're here, and hopefully, it's perfect that I'm teaching this retreat because, as Kathy said, I'm a trauma specialist and I'm also a Dharma teacher. And those two certainly go well together these days. So. Why is it important that we'll be combining trauma and meditation today? Well, first of all, it's important to name that many of us have been in a trauma state since the beginning of the year. Since when COVID and the pandemic was announced, our bodies went into hyper alert state and we haven't left it. And our systems are fried, our nervous systems are fried. And it's really important if you're feeling angry, irritable, overwhelmed, you're not at your normal self, that we really acknowledge that this is what's happening. And often just naming trauma is a key. It's a key just naming, oh, yeah, our emotional reserves have been on zero probably for the last couple of months. You know, you can hold it together for a couple of months and then, whoa, we're at zero. And one thing many of you might not know in regards to the pandemic, and for those of us in America, the election, is when you have a lot of uncertainty, it's called ambiguous loss. Trauma therapists know that ambiguous loss always signals danger. It signals danger in our nervous system. So really, since... March, and many of us went in lockdowns. Those in London went in before us and are still in lockdown. You know, our systems are in a danger zone, in an in a unsafety zone. We're just constantly feeling like nothing's quite right. So to just acknowledge that, Our systems have been cued into danger because of this ambiguous loss. No matter how good a practitioner you are, no matter how much of a happy face we try to put on with mindfulness, you know, our bodies have been fried. They've been on overwhelm. So today I really want to focus, especially right now, on helping us reset our nervous system, doing first aid for the soul. First aid for you and your body and the soul. For all that, for the healing, for the break and the rituals, for those of us who are elderly and isolated that have had no hugs, no physical contact since March. For those of us who aren't getting along with our spouses as well. For those of us who just don't know what to think of next, who have lost our jobs. This retreats for all of us to reset our nervous system. And the schedule's going to be designed around that. So it's really just noticing that we're trying to create safe environment so we can start again the other thing they know about ambiguous loss, it's like trying to put a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle together with no box top. And you can imagine what that's like. You have a thousand pieces. Wow. What's the economy going to be looking like? What? You know, are there'll be a vaccine. Will it work? You know, we don't, we don't have any idea what the picture is we're trying to make from this box top that we're putting together. So that's how hard it is. And to really give yourself this due respect for how difficult it is to know where to go with this ambiguous loss that's really ambiguous on many levels. Ambiguous in terms of our health, in terms of our economy, in terms of the world. So I want to take a moment right now, and I really want you to look at me, because one way we reset from trauma is we look into the eyes of someone. And I know it's just video, and if I was in person, we could really do this in person. But it's just 15 seconds. And breathe. Good. And look into my eyes and just see. We're going to get through this together. Yeah, it's a long, ambiguous loss. We don't know. But we have each other. And we have the Dharma. The heart always can make it through. The heart can always reset. Everything always resolves. So just keep in mind as you look at me, just know we're in this together. We have the Dharma. The heart is wide and powerful. And everything always resolves. And if you can, if this is the only thing you do for this retreat, just etch this in your soul, on your heart dharma is here for all of us. We have each other. The heart is vast. Everything always resolves. We'll make it through this together. And really breathing and letting your body reset and feeling your body sitting right now. And hearing the sounds around you. Part of resetting is being able to, in trauma, you you feel the space around you. You hear the sounds. You see my eyes. You hear the cadence of my voice. You smell the smells. You see the objects in the room. You just feel this. You feel here now. And you feel the connection here now what we heal trauma by connection they've shown you know, when you look into someone's eyes it it stops ptsd and even though it's in zoom we can start that repair for our heart and our soul and our fried nervous system can start right now yes we're still in ambiguous loss but we have the dharma it's vast we have each other we have the truth of the heart we're held in a dharma field together right now, always, always. So just breathing with me. Good job, everybody. So I want to um, share a video clip um, It's a little intense, but before Paul shows the clip, I want to just say something about it. It, I'm showing it because it's really a deep example of the importance of resetting when you're in a trauma state. And I know I'm talking about psychology here, but sometimes psychology has to come before spirituality, you know, and then, I mean, they're both together. But this is um, a clip from the movie Captain Phillips, which is a a real life story about um, a guy whose boat was pirated and then he was captured in this dinghy. And it was, um, you know, he, he ends up being the only one that lives in a shootout. And so this is a real life clip. The woman in the clip, the nurse that's helping him, was actually someone that really helped him in real life real Captain Phillips, who's played by Tom Hanks in this this clip. So this is a real-life nurse, and she's helping him recover from real-life trauma. And, you know, it moves kind of fast and it's intense, but this is how we heal. You breathe, you look into the eyes, and this is what we'll be doing today. So Paul, go ahead and play the video clip.
1: Captain Phillips,
0: please
1: come in. Have a seat. Try I'm Chief O'Brien. I'll be your corpsman today, okay? Can you please tell me what's going on? Can you talk? Can you tell me what's going on? Yeah, uh,
0: I'm
1: okay. Are you okay? Because you don't look okay. Are you in any pain right now? Are you in any pain right uh, now? Uh, Right there on your side. Okay, let me see it really quick. Can you lift up your arm a little bit? Does that hurt? A little, bit? a little bit? Okay, is it tender? Go ahead and put your arm down. Okay, I need you to look at me. I need you to calm down I need you to breathe. There you go, deep breaths, there you go. Very good, awesome. Now I want you to relax your arm. Okay, we're gonna put this little thing on your finger and we're gonna get your heart rate and your oxygen level. Make sure you're breathing okay. okay. I want you to keep doing that, okay? What happens you. to your head? Captain,
0: can you tell me what happened to your head? It's
1: okay. Take your time. Take your time. There's a two centimeter laceration on the left eyebrow. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. I want you to look at me and I want you to breathe. Do you understand, yeah, Captain? Yeah. Okay. All right. Is that a four centimeter gap, a little laceration there on the left temple. Okay. Very good. All right, you're doing great. Okay. Did all this blood come from your eyebrow and your head? What? Did all the blood come from your eyebrow right here and on your head? Well, or not all uh, of this. No, not all of it. Okay.
0: That's not mine.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Look at me. Okay. We're gonna lay you down. Okay.
0: okay. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. Would you lay down nice and gently? Nice and gently. Okay. You're ah. okay. I got you there you go uh, very good captain you're safe now okay thank you you're welcome you're okay thank you you're welcome Does my family know your family knows you're safe and you will be able to call them as soon as you are taken care of sir i need you to breathe okay? <laughs> you are safe and you are fine <laughs> it's <gonna be> okay. <laughs>
0: So I know that's a really intense video and brings a lot of tears. But that's how trauma healing starts. It starts with the love and connection and somebody saying you're safe now. It's going to be okay. And of course, you know, Captain Phillips had a long road back to healing after that. And we each have a long road to healing, but I want you to really feel it's safe now. We can start to heal. The Dharma will heal each of us. And just breathe. Breathe. And this retreat is going to be like her, just calming him down, getting us back. And we're going to do a couple meditations today. You saw the schedule. It was posted. You also have it in your handouts. It's going to do a couple meditations today. One, the first one to ground in your body and relax your psychology. The second one to find an inner resilience. You can find your inner nurse, like in Captain Phillips, that your inner nurse is quiet, calms you down. Your inner mentor. You know, many of us during times of trauma, we have an inner tormentor, but we can find an inner mentor. So that'll be the resilience meditation in the afternoon, later in the afternoon. And, you know, throughout today, just really do things that are grounding, go for your walking period, go out in nature, open up your sense doors, let yourself feel that you're being held, we're really being held by life. And if you were to just remember this, what if you were to just spend all day today feeling life has your back, like a big easy chair? Life has my back. And you were just to relax as you're doing walking or sitting. What if life was holding you? Life was taking care of everything. Because life is taking care of everything. Your brain isn't taking care of anything. It just imagines it is. You know, go look into the eyes of your pet. If you don't have someone there, but it's grounding with each other, breathing, feeling that life has our back. And that's what she did in the movie. She let him know she had his back. Taking in sights and smells and sounds, breathing, what we're doing today. All meditation is a way of grounding trauma, resetting your fried nervous system. So it's all perfect to begin again. You know, no matter what happens with the world, politics, government, the objects in your room stay the same. You're still going to, you know, eat and urinate and sleep, sleep some probably. You know, you're still going to do all these basic things. So just come back to the basic movements of the body. There's a reason why they say when you're, Traumatized or overwhelmed, they say, come to your senses. Come to your basic sense doors, the five senses. It's that simple. And lastly, to just remember, you know, your awake presence is always online. Even in that movie when he was triggered. He could answer her questions. There was an awake presence in them, even though you could see he was totally traumatized, right? There was also a hymn that could reset. So find what that is in you that can reset over and over and over again. What is that? The Dharma field, your Buddha nature. It's always here online. It's a resource to you. Visible in the here and now, they say, the Buddha would say, visible in the here and now, your true nature. Your awake presence never changes. So part of this retreat and part of this is where the psychology mer- um, merges with the spirituality Is finding what in you never changes, despite politics, government, you know, physical health, up or down. What's the awake presence in you that never changes? Know that. See if you can feel that now and see if you can feel that throughout this weekend. You've got it. Everybody has an awake presence that never changes. Don't think that you're the one without it. And really ground and breathe and know that awake presence. What stays the same in you no matter what? Feel that. And the other thing I'd really like for you today and tomorrow is to know your intention. So the first is to know this thing that never changes, this awake presence that's always here and also we can have intentions, and intentions are powerful things. They're almost like, you know, when you pull an arrow to shoot an arrow, that the way that you pull it, that's the intention that directs where we go and how fast we go and what happens. So your intention for this retreat, see if you can feel, what. what is your intention for this retreat for today? doesn't have to be a big deal. Maybe it's just to slow down your nervous system. That's enough. So make note of what your intention for this retreat is. You might wanna write it down somewhere so you see it throughout today and tomorrow. And then the second intention is a more overall overarching intention. So yes, we've been in a time of trauma. We've been in a pandemic. Um, We've been in a lot of change all over the world. So what's your intention for this time of pandemic and COVID? If we don't have an intention, we'll just willy nilly like an arrow, just flitting all over versus boom. What are you doing with this time? You know, if you had kids or grandkids to tell about this, in my case, I have imaginary kids or grandkids, but what would you say? This is what I cultivated during the time of COVID. If they said, hey, you know, Mommy Amida or Mommy Carol, what, what did I learn? What did you learn during pandemic and COVID. What do you want to say? When? You, how do you want to fill in that blank? Well, kid, <laughs> I cultivated this during the pandemic. This is what I did. This is how I changed. This is what I learned. Know what your intention is. Know what you want your legacy to be during this trauma epoch. This trauma time, what do you want to happen for you? How do you want to grow? So you might write that down too. That's going to be something you'll refer back to over and over again. What am I doing here during this trauma? What am I going to tell people that I learned? And then make it happen. And this is a path to your awakening. Go for it. Byron Katie, you know, she's a very controversial um, person. and, And she said something controversial regarding this. But there's some truth in this. She said, you don't know that Hitler didn't bring more people to God than Jesus. So don't think that difficult times mean... There's no possibility for awakening. It's perfect. It's perfect. Don't think negative circumstances aren't the true Dharma. What's the legacy you're building for this retreat, for this pandemic time? What's the bridge to the truth that you're making for yourself and everyone? Be a bridge of the truth. You don't need to be anything special. Just bridge the truth. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit org slash donate.